Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Well, hello, bonjour, greetings. This is Victoria Lowry with another New Heights show on education. In my shows, I address emotional intelligence or soft skills, and today we're going to wrestle a bear. At what age should parents allow teens to start dating? Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. My experience is that parents have as many different opinions on this subject as we have colors in the rainbow. So when do parents allow their teens to start dating? What age is right? Group dates or solo dates? How do you prepare teens for their first experiences? How much is intervening too much and how much is actually necessary? In my shows, I like to give factual data, too. So when do teens actually start dating today? What's the actual average? The average for girls is 12 and a half, and the average for boys is 13 and a half. But before you stress over the young age, I'm sure it sounds pretty young, this is not one-on-one dating. The trend is for boys and girls to socialize as part of a group. They go to the mall or to movies or join other friends to play video games and kind of consider that the first kind of sliding into the dating scene. But there's, there's lots of different ways that parents can handle this transition. So I have been joined today by a guest. Her name is Maggie, and her family has a really great way of handling the dating years, and I'd like to introduce you to her. My guest today is Maggie Spang. Are you there, Maggie? Yes, I'm here, Victoria. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for joining me today. No problem. It sounds like we have a good connection. I'm happy about that. (laughs) Oh, good. 
So why don't you go ahead and first tell me, tell our auto viewers a little bit about your family, uh, your husband and your children, their ages. Um, okay. Uh, my husband's name is David, and he and I have been married uh, over 22 years. And awesome. we have a 22-year-old, a well, she's almost 22, and um, 18-year-old daughter, uh, our son just turned 16, July 6th, and our youngest daughter is eight. Okay, so you have been through the dating years already. You've got this, you've had experience probably with at least two Uh, of them. Yes, my, um, well, my oldest daughter, who's uh, going to be a senior in college this year. Um, she'll be 22 here in a few weeks. She actually has no interest in guys at all whatsoever right now. She's too busy pursuing what she wants to do, <laughs> which is fine by me right now. I understand. <laughs> yeah, so I haven't had, you know, too many issues with her in that department, and but one of the reasons for my 18-year-old daughter and right now my 16-year-old son, and the reason for that is because um, one of the things that my husband and I agreed upon and we told the kids from the very beginning, starting back when they were in middle school and Um, it would periodically come out throughout junior high, and we would say, okay, you know what? You guys are not allowed to date until you're at least 16. Mm-hmm. After you turn 16, then we will discuss it. Because that way it takes the pressure off of them. They don't have to say yes or no to somebody. And they can say, well, my mom and dad said I can't. They are and so it the takes answer. the pressure. Yeah, so it takes the pressure off of them. And um, also, uh, not all kids are mature enough at the age of 16 or younger to really date. So what I know, it started when I was a a kid. Um, I... I was a what you call a late bloomer, and my dad, what he did when I turned 16 is uh, he took me out, and he he said, this is going to be your first date. He said, I want to take you out on your first date. You pick wherever you want to eat, any activity mm-hmm. that you want to do after dinner, and we'll go do that, and it'll just be you and I, and... And uh, we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about, and this will be a way for you to see how a man should treat a woman Mm -hmm. um, respectfully and how a date should go, you know, setting the bar high, so to speak. And Mm -hmm. at the time, I mean, he got me roses. He took me out. We got all dressed up. And... I really um, liked it, and then as 
the years went by and I got married and I had kids of my own. And then I got to think, you know, that was a really cool thing that my dad did. And really? then, yeah, and then after my dad died, I that's just one of my fondest memories. And I told my husband that I would like to continue that and make it a tradition. And he just looked at me like I had grown two heads. And he goes, why would I want to do that? I said, trust me, this will be something that your daughters will remember for the rest of their lives, and it's going to have a huge impact on them. So he did it, and uh, he's done it with our first daughter. He's done it with our second daughter. And then our son, seeing this, our son, he goes, well, am I going to get that when I turn 16? And we're like, well, (laughs) yeah, we can do that with you. And he goes, well, how are we going to do that? And I said, well, I'll take you out. And we actually, he and I, we just did that Friday, this past Friday. Oh, good timing. Yes. So he and I, we went out and did that. And, um, and yeah, he got to pick where we went to eat. And there was a, I mean, he's a typical teenage boy. He loves anything and everything military. So, we went and checked out a military surplus store in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and um, then he wanted to go to a shooting range, so we went and we did that. And at the same time, uh, you know, we were talking at different points and times, and I'm like, now, do you do realize that when you go out on a date with a girl, it's no cell phones, it's one-on-one conversation, and you actually listen when they're talking, <laughs> that and you and it's really called yeah, and it's called interaction. <laughs> That's yeah. really really nice. So, so obviously, he knew this tradition already in your family. It sounds like he was looking forward to it. Is that right? Uh, yes, he yes he was and. He had a lot of fun, and he wanted to spend more time at the shooting range than what we already did. Was I mean, we were there like two hours, and I'm like, dude, we got to go home. <laughs> it's already seven thirty, almost eight o'clock at night. We got to go. <laughs> and I we'll, we'll come back again. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah two-sided thing. You have to appreciate what you want to do too, right? Right, and that's what I told him. I said, um. When when you go out on dates, generally, and usually the way it should go, is a date is something that you and the other person that you like do together. And it's something that the either the other person likes to do, and you go and you do that for them because you know it's something they like. And it's mm-hmm. your treat for them. Or it could be something that both of you like to do and you do it together. I said, that's what a date should be. So did you have this conversation on your date or is that prior to your date? He has heard over the years um, us having similar conversations with his two older sisters and mm-hmm. so he's heard that, but we also, conversation also, while we were out and about, 
and there was a couple of times, like, for instance, I'll give an example. I told him, I said, you know, when you're out walking on your date or wherever you go with the girl that you're interested in, how should you walk with her? He, he just rolled his eyes, and he goes, I know, Mom. I'm like, well, tell me. He says, well, if you're walking along the road or on a sidewalk, you should always walk on the outside of her. And I said, exactly. So there's things that he already knew that I wanted to reiterate. And he he was just sitting there grinning. And he's like, I know, Mom. I know, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, because you can't really repeat it often enough, can you? No. No. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Sure, yes, I really meant that. <laughs> so yeah. I, I say that this first date with one of, you know, one of with mom and dad happens at age sixteen, right? Yeah, and I mean, I just chose sixteen because that's what my dad did, and uh-huh. I um actually, for us personally, myself, I think that is a good age because um for you know 16 that's a that's a big deal for teenagers you're you're turning 16 it's kind of like you're now a man or a, a woman in their eyes okay and and in their own eyes and being able to go out on a date is a big deal but if you as the parent let them know way ahead in advance, you know, we want to reserve that for us to take you out so it's something special so you can learn how it really should be like. And at first when we first brought it up to our two older daughters, you know, we got the typical size and eye rolls and the body language and they're like, oh, really? No. And I'm like, well, take your pick. You know, you can uh, do it here at home. You can go out in public or you can wait until you actually do have a boyfriend. And again, the boyfriend, the first date will be either here at the house with us or we'll go out in public with you guys. So take your pick. <laughs> uh, How do you want to awesome. do this? <laughs> Awesome. And the, and doing it that way, it puts the ball in their court, and they have to make the decision. And, um, this podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest-growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully-accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each, or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. And then there's times where, um, oh, like I said, not every child's different. Um, not every child is uh, mature. Um, some children are more mature at a younger age than others. Um, so, like with our second daughter, uh, she had a lot of seizures when she was younger. So that's created um, a delay all across the board. And she has done massive improvements. I mean, she's come such a long, long way. But um, 
maturity-wise, you know, we told her the same thing as her older sister. You know, you're going to wait until you're at least 16. Well, um, now she's she's 18, and she, it's kind of like one of those situations where she really she is at the age where oh oh guys I like guys oh there's a nice guy, and we have so much fun with her teasing her and, and picking on her and but in a good way and she'll come and she'll talk to her dad or I and it's um you know like sharing stories but she knows she'd like to it's just timing you know she, she just hasn't had a guy yet that shows an interest in her she hasn't had the right timing yet and that's fine that's God's timing. So what we've done in the meantime is uh, her dad taking her out. And she actually, um, she did that when she was 16. And last year she actually came up to us and she said, you know how you took me out for my birthday last year? And we're like, yeah. She says, well, dad, could you do that again this year when I turned 17? And we just kind of looked at each other and I asked her, I says, do you really want to do that again? She goes, yeah. I said, you you like that? And she goes, yeah. And I looked at David and I said, I don't care. Why not? Up to you. So they did it again. <laughs> and they started out grumbling. Is this that yes. way Yeah. Yeah. And, yep. and I'm sure like you, the the older they get, the more they'll look back and really cherish that moment. And it'll be a highlight of their childhood, I'm sure. So did either of the other two that have crossed the dating threshold yet, did they actually have an interest in dating before 16, or even though they knew that they weren't allowed to? Um, actually, our son, who's... Uh, who just turned 16 last fall there is a girl uh, in his karate class um, that I mean they've been friends through this class for the last two years or so and mm-hmm. it was just last fall that he uh, admitted to me that he liked her but he didn't um do anything or pursue anything and he you know it's at that age you're shy you're unsure you don't want to especially if you're friends already you you don't want to make it awkward or mess it up and I told him I said just just take your time I said it's more important to be friends than to be boyfriend and girlfriend you should be Uh friends first and so he's taken his time. He's uh, enjoyed uh, hanging out with her, and, and they do things as a class, as a group. Um, they have other friends there that they hang out with as a group of fr- a group of kids, and they mm-hmm. they do a lot of um, they help teach classes together. They help uh, do events throughout the community that promote the community and promote their karate dojo. So there's things that they do together as a group. So that gives him an opportunity to go do things with her without being, quote, boyfriend or girlfriend. And he doesn't Mm -hmm. have to say anything or do anything, so there's no pressure. And Mm -hmm. 
we um, were actually just at a wedding this weekend where her family and our family were both attending. And my son had previously come up to me and stated that he was thinking about telling her at the wedding. And I said, well, you're 16 now. That's up to you. If you really like her and you that's what you want to do, I don't care. You want to tell that he likes her? That's what he wanted to tell yeah, her? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he wanted to um, tell her that he liked her and to see if she felt the same way and then go from there. Well, mm-hmm. then when we went out on our date, he and I, he asked me about that again and if he should. And that's when I told him, Again, you know, that's up to you. But one thing that you should take into consideration and think about is whether it's her or whether it's someone else down the road years later, whoever you show an interest in, whoever you like and that you want to get to know better, and even someday down the road your future wife, you should always be friends with them first and get to mm-hmm. know them first. And I said, you, you and, yeah. And I said, you and this girl, you know, you're friends right now. So just take it easy. Take your time. There's no rush. So, um, uh, what was it and, yesterday? And you don't want to come out with a response that says, no, we told you there's no dating until 16 because no is negative and, and it can be, it can meet with resistance, but it's, he still had an open door, but he was also challenged to, to do it the right way. He learned the right way to do it. He learned not to rush. He still had an, an opportunity to develop a relationship and he was developing it correctly. It, it, that was yeah. really brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. So how did and, and, and go ahead? Oh no, you go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um. But yeah, he told me yesterday we were. Uh, oh, I was taking him to um, a friend's house yesterday because he spent the night with them last night, and on the way there, he told me that. He says, Mom, I want, to, I want to tell you something. I'm like, okay. He goes, well, you know how we were talking um, the other day when you and I went out on our date? And I said, yeah. He said, well, I kind of took your advice. And I I looked at him and I said, okay, which which advice? And he says, well, I, I didn't say anything to um, Jasmine is her name. He says, I didn't say anything to Jasmine. And I said, okay. That's fine," he said. "I, I said I was wondering if you were going to or not," and he said, "Well, he, I thought about it, and there's a couple of times I was going to, but then I decided I would wait and just hang out and be friends a little bit longer." And I said, "That's fine too." I said, "Whatever you want to do right now," and I said, "That's actually a a good idea." Because it what takes do you the think? pressure off of them. Mhm. Yeah, that's a really good point. Because a lot of times the peers give them pressure to be in relationships that they're really not ready for, and and mom and dad can really actually save the day. 
Yeah, uh, and he's um and he's had some issues and our second daughter too. Um like uh you know, um, cuz kids they're like, "Okay, hey, what's your name? How old are you? What grade are you in? What school do you go to? Do you have a boyfriend or girlfriend?" I mean, those are the normal typical questions that teenagers ask each other. And even in youth groups at church, I mean, that's just like the universal go-to conversation at the beginning. And mm-hmm. that can create um, uncomfortable pressure for them to feel that they're like everybody else or normal, mm-hmm. if you will. And we've actually had some question, you know, conversations with our second daughter and our son about that, and well, even our first daughter too. And it's like, you know what? Um, If those questions ever come up, I we don't care. Go ahead, tell them that your parents don't let you date. If that makes us look like the bad guys, we'll look like the bad guys. Mm -hmm. It don't matter to us because it, it takes the pressure off of you, and it doesn't make you look like you're a weirdo. So we don't care. So and maybe what would be tips for parents that have a child who really, really wants to date before they're 16, has someone that they think that they really like, and you're ruining my life <laughs> if you don't. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Um, you've done from early stages on with your children it really made a difference and and even when parents do 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 these things early sometimes a child still meets someone and they think they're ready and what would your tips be to a parent who has a child who's insisting on dating prior to 16 I would try if, if they're bound and determined to see each other, one of the first things I would try is to sit down with our child and say, okay, you really like so-and-so and and you really want to see him. Okay, that's fine. We have, let's, um, you know, even though your father and I may not agree with that or your mother and I, to get to know him better or for him to get to us to know him better. And so your mother or father and I feel more comfortable about it. Why don't you guys, let's do things together, do things together where um, he can come with us when we go to do family events or um, if there's something that he's doing, you know, try and put some guidelines up. Like if you know, Um, they want to go to a movie together, all right? What Mm -hmm. kind of movie is it? And go with friends. And you drop them off and you pick them up. You don't let them go with friends afterwards. Yeah, because, you know, some of the friends want to go and have, depending on the age of the kid, um, oh, let's go hang out at the mall or let's go to another friend's house or they'll try and combine different events together. Well, that's where you start losing somewhat of a, not control, but an idea of where your kid's at 
and what could be going on. Um, it's like boundaries. You know, you want us to try and set up some boundaries, but um, I don't know. That's a really touchy area because your your children, if you don't try and set boundaries early enough and soon enough and talk to them about it, then you get into that area where they're already used to having in their mind Mm -hmm. the rights to do things and then oh my the opposite sex now is coming onto the scene so parents automatically start yanking back on those reins and the kids are like whoa wait a minute you've allowed us to do these things all these years why are you pulling back now they're used Mm -hmm. to having these freedoms so you have to handle it differently and try and yeah. be firm. I don't know. It is so different. There's so many. Each kid's different. Each family's different. Each situation's different. And and I know, uh, like a friend of ours, their daughter, she's been dating. She's the same age as our daughter, our second daughter, who's 18. And she's been dating for the last couple of years. And I know one of the things they've done with her is um, they only allow them to, quote, date at school events, like if it's for bands, football games, stuff like that. Or he would be welcome to come over to their house and be part of their family events or when they would do things together. Um, So that way the parents have somewhat of an idea where they're at, what they're doing, and not just saying, okay, hey, see you later, come back whenever. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, You hit on a lot of... Um, boundaries are something that are important for the rest of your life to be able to set in the workplace, in your personal relationships. Even in a marriage, there's somewhat of a boundary there, somewhat. But, uh, and I think when teens are, lear- what they're really doing is learning how to date. And by you being yeah. so involved in the process, I think you really helped them learn a lot of incredible skills because if you just put up this flat wall and you don't talk about it, then they don't really learn. And you have the opportunity as a parent while your teens are growing and maturing. And at that time, is so critical because, like you're saying, they are establishing their patterns. They're learning their style of communicating with other people and how much they should open up Correct. and how much they open up. And you have shown them exactly how to do it, and you're holding them ha- their hand through that process, just like you want them to go to school and you want them to learn math and you help them with their homework. You want them to learn how to read or write, and you'll guide them through that. You'll help them with their homework there when needed. We read them stories when they're little. 
it's the same thing with soft skills. And in this case tonight, we're talking about dating, which is a huge transition for teens. And you're holding their hand through the whole process and showing them how to do it right. And I think anything that we do in life, if we can visualize it, if we have an example, of course, you and your husband are a role model, but your relationship is so much more established now that it doesn't look the same as it did when you were first dating. So they really don't have any visual of how that's supposed to look and really how should we act. So I think you're just absolutely brilliant taking them on their first date like that and just talking about it. Obviously, you have an open door and all those things, knowing that your children can come to you and talk to you. Obviously, they feel open and sharing their thoughts and feelings. Those are all big winners in the helping teens learn how to date process. We have the right guess Exactly. (laughs) Exactly, because, I mean, it's not just learning how to date and how to interact with, you know, same-sex peers or the opposite-sex peers, or it's learning how to interact with anybody from here on out for the rest of your life, even a future potential spouse. And it's not it, not just including boundaries and interaction, also learning how to do the interaction, how to speak, listen with respect. Because you have to learn how to respect the other person and interact with them with respect because if Mm -hmm. you don't, there's going to end up being no interaction, no communication. Mm -hmm. And one of the things, side note that's connected, growing up, one of the things that my dad, my dad was far, far from perfect, but he when compared to where he came from and his family life that he came from, he really did try and he wanted something different for himself and he really wanted something different for myself and my younger brother. And so he did try and teach us things to help us have a better family structure, um, be able to interact with whoever our significant other would be. And one of the things that he told me, yeah, and one of the things that he told me was, you know, the key to a good marriage is communication. And Mm -hmm. communication is only as good as the willingness of the people involved to listen. You can Mm. communicate and speak out the wazoo, but you're not going to retain anything if you don't listen. Yes, and you got to be able to do it with respect. And that's, again, am I perfect? No. But one of the other things that uh, I've always tried to do with my kids and that my dad also told me is that if you are wrong, and you know you're wrong, children, 
that you're wrong. Apologize to him and ask him for forgiveness. And that goes so far. And it's amazing how much that helps them realize Oh, even though mom and dad, yeah, mom and dad, you're always put on this big, huge pedestal. And Mm -hmm. there's no way we're ever going to be able to live up to mom and dad. And then when you hit the teenage years or your early 20s and you realize mom and dad really aren't up on that pedestal and they just crash and burn in your eyes. And then you really don't want nothing to do with them. And you really don't want them as your role models. All of that can be avoided. Pardon? Your base in life collapses, and that's really hard for them. Maggie, you have so much beautiful wisdom, and I thank you so much for sharing it with us today. Our time is out. Can you believe that? (laughs) (laughs) Time time flies when you're having fun, right? I think we could talk to you for hours. Hopefully I can maybe wrestle some time away from you again because uh, I really appreciate your insights. I think you have so much natural wisdom there to share. So thank you again. Sure, no problem. All right. Well, Maggie, we'll talk to you soon. And for the rest of our listeners, have a great evening. And thanks so much. Good night, everybody. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.